Welcome to the Pi Sigma Epsilon podcast, where we bring you a business advantage for life in the time that it takes to walk to class or drive to work. I'm Daniel Schultz, the Collegiate Vice President of Pi Sigma Epsilon and a member of the Epsilon Epsilon chapter at Ball State University. And I'm Kristen Pearson, the Director of Member Services from the Pi Sigma Epsilon National Headquarters. And today we have a really special guest and Pi Sigma Epsilon alum, Dominic Lafrezo. Hey, Dominic. Hey, Kristen. How's it going, guys? Hey, good. So, Dom, for those that don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So, as Kristen said, my name is Dominic Lafrezo. I'm 26 years old. I graduated from the University of Akron in December of 2015, and I was part of the Gamma Kappa chapter over there. And, gosh, I really didn't know much about student involvement or anything until, like, my last year and a half of college. But once I found out about PSC, I, I kind of jumped into it and – I always tell people my only regret in college is not getting involved sooner because it was pretty impactful and life changing for me to be involved in there. So I was president of our chapter for about a year there and it was an incredible experience. It was kind of like a building block, um, I guess, portion of the chapter. We were kind of down at the time and we had to build the chapter back up. And so it was quite the experience. And during that time, Kristen was somebody who helped me out a lot along with other people at headquarters and Joe Ashby, which is one of our alumni advisors and all different kinds of people. So it was quite the experience, but it's really cool. I mean, it impacted my life so much that today I'm still really involved with that chapter and it's really cool to see how far they've grown. So that's just a little bit about me. And then also I'm in sales to sales today. So I work as an account manager for uh, a local food, food distribution company. They're here in Ohio. We're all over Northeast Ohio it's called Hillcrest and I actually sell food to restaurants for a living. So I get, get to interact with my accounts and, you know, take care of them and all their needs. It's a lot of fun. Thank you for that introduction, Dominic. Um, since you've graduated, have you found a certain mantra or process that's been impactful in your work or personal life? Yeah. So I would say, let's see, if we were to get specific on that, it would 100% be, it's something I kind of live by today, but it's, it's kind of my mantra. If you were to put that word into it, I, I would say it's just focusing on having a simple life. I've realized through different experiences in life and, you know, people I've met and mentors I've had and those sorts of things. Like I've realized that life is a lot simpler than we make it. And, you know, a lot of times we're overcomplicating things and it doesn't need to be that way. And when you look at life as how simple it really is and you simplify the things in your life, like, you can live a much happier life than you did before and eliminate a lot of stress, anxiety, and, you know, problems and things at work and things of that nature. So if I were to spit like a mantra, that'd be, you know, kind of like my lifelong goal is just to simplify my life as much as, as, as I possibly can. I love that. Was there a certain event that taught you that, you know, to live the simple life? Yeah, there was. Actually, it was, there was a coworker years ago. It was one of the jobs I had in college. I worked at Swenson's. And Swanson's is an old school like drive-in restaurant. So if you can imagine you, you drive in, you park your car, you stay in your car and you have one of the servers, they actually sprint, they run all the way up to your car. They take your order on a pencil and paper, like a pad and they take your order, run back inside, call the order off. And then their goal is usually in eight to 10 minutes or less to bring your food out either in a bag, you know, or on a tray and, and serve you at your vehicle. So it's kind of old school drive-in restaurants, really high energy, a lot of fun. But when I first started that job, I mean, I, I started it because I needed to make money in order to pay for college. You know, I was trying to pay out of pocket and, you know, serving jobs, you can usually make more money on tips. 
but I was not good at that job at all. I was absolutely horrible <laughs> at first. Like, I mean, to put it lightly, I absolutely sucked at that job at first. And I was struggling in a lot of different ways. And I'll never forget, there was this one shift I had. It was during like a weekend shift during the day, like a Saturday. I wanted the busier locations and we were just, it was so incredibly busy. You didn't have time to think, you just had to do. And there was so much to do and so little time. Everyone was frantic and I'm running around and just freaking out and I'm making so many mistakes. And in situations like that, if you're making mistakes, like you're, you're hurting the whole team of people there. You know what I mean? Like you don't have time to make mistakes. So I'll never forget this. This, my coworker did not have time to do this, but he pulled me aside away from all the chaos, just a few feet away. And he like put his hands on my shoulder and he kind of like shook my shoulders and he said, Dominic. And I stopped, he goes, look at me. And I looked at him and he said, man, it's just burgers and French fries. That's it. <laughs> just burgers and French fries. And he said, all we have to do is take the food from inside this building to the people out there. Can you do that for me? And that right there, I mean, that, it, it was like, it was the craziest experience. For some reason, I will never forget that experience. Like just standing there and, and he, for the, he was one of the people for the first time in my life, I realized like what I was doing was so simple. I was just overcomplicating it and for no reason at all. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously there's a lot more to it and, you know, you have to know a lot with that job and you have to memorize code for every item and write stuff down in the right order and get it off the right, all kinds of stuff. But he was the first person that like, just, I don't know, that moment has never left my mind. And so that kind of, from then on, like, I just look at life. It's, it's so simple. Like, you know, <laughs> today I sell food for a living. If there's, you know, a rotten potato or something like, it's just a potato. Like you can't let it overwhelm your life. You can't let, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. So life is so simple and that's, really where it all started as far as my mindset of just having a simple mind. How long did you end up working there? I ended up working there. So I was surprised I didn't get fired the first few weeks after <laughs> how bad I was, but I ended up working there for two and a half years. Wow. And so yeah, I mean, there were people like him and my a couple of bosses and managers, they taught me so much there. I mean, another quote that I learned from there was, it's not a problem until you make it one until then it's only a situation. So mm. between that and then it's just burgers and French fries. I mean, I left that job as a whole new person between that and being involved in PSC. Like I was just like, <laughs> I felt like I was on a road to success or something. So on that topic, mentioning how there's a power in simplicity, a lot of times I think nowadays it's easy and especially as students in college to see all these books and read from these influencers about how to look at things and how to view uh, I'm assuming you have a more simple approach. Is there any advice you have for someone on how to start changing their mindset to make things more simple? Sure. So it's essentially, my theory is kind of like bringing the stressful situations in your life almost down to a level of like, you just have to think about what you're stressing out about. And most of the time it seems really silly. Mm -hmm. Like I, You know, one of my episodes um, that I did recently, I was talking about, a friend of mine who was stressing out in college and she was freaking out because she had so much to do in so little time. And every college student gets in a situation like this, every single one of us, you know, you, you have exams to study for and you have homework and you have, you know, this project and this paper and every professor thinks that, you know, you're, this is their only, your only class, you know? So you're so stressed. And I, I told her, I said, this was after the burgers and French fries incident. I, when I started to think this way, I told her, I said, well, just don't worry about it. And she's like, how could you possibly say that? Just don't worry about it. And I said, well, think of it this way. How many times have you been in this situation when you've had so much to do in so little time? 
And she said, oh my gosh, all the time, like so many times. And I said, okay, and out of all those times, how many of those times did you not get everything done that you needed to get done? And she's like, well, I always get my stuff done. I said, exactly. So just don't worry about it. And, and she was like, oh my gosh, I've never really thought of it that way. And so that wasn't like my mindset at that point it was, but I didn't teach myself that, you know, my coworker taught me that when he said it was burgers and French fries. So now I look at situations in life like that. All you have to do is actually think about the situation and make it almost sound ridiculous for you to stress out about it, you know? And so you can look at, I mean, it doesn't matter what you do in life. I mean, you can, if you work at a bar and you're a bartender and the beer falls on the counter, you can't let that ruin your life. Like it's beer. Are you really going to let that ruin your life? Like I mean, your night or whatever, like it's really not that big of a deal. It's just a drink. It's just homework. It's just burgers, French fries. So that's really the first step is just to break it down and almost bring it down. I kind of joke and say, just bring it down to like a level that sounds stupid. Like it would be stupid for me to stress out about this right now. And then it kind of just alleviates. Like I laugh at myself all the time for the things that might bother me. (laughs) So you mentioned your podcast just briefly. Um, Why did you start a podcast? I started a podcast. Honestly, I've, I've always love like meeting people and helping people. And then when I was involved in PSC, I found myself in front of people speaking often, whether it was in front of, you know, five people, 10, 15, 20, whatever, whether it was in their weekly meetings or, you know, at regionals or nationals, whatever it was, I found myself in front of a lot more people. And I found out that I really enjoyed speaking. And even though my palms would get sweaty and my mouth would get dry and everything, I, I it was still like this wonderful feeling because I found out that although I've liked meeting and helping people my whole life, I can't think of a better way to meet a, the large amount of people in a small amount of time than to speak in front of a group of, let's say, 150 people. Like it, it just seemed like the perfect situation for the things that I love to do. So that really kind of exposed my passion for like wanting to public speak and then Later on, I started like, I realized that podcasts were a thing and I started listening to those. I listened to YouTube and different motivational speakers like Les Brown or Tony Robbins. And, you know, I started listening to audiobooks, all those sorts of things. But another thing I love to do is actually just go to coffee with somebody. I'm, I'm really kind of an old soul at heart. I love just going to coffee with somebody, having no agenda at all. And every single time I do it, I almost always end up closing the coffee shop. You know, if you go there in the evening, I'll be there for three, four hours and talking about nothing. And we get into these in-depth conversations. And I guess the big thing for me with the podcast is, you know, if I can go to coffee and have these in-depth conversations, like, why should I limit myself to doing that once a week? Like, what if I can do this more often? And I was already enjoying podcasts. So I'm like, I have all these things I love talking about and want to have conversations with other people about. So why don't I just start a podcast? So that's really what got me into it. And, you know, although for now it's just me speaking into a microphone, you know, eventually I'm, I would like it to become something more where maybe those coffee talk conversations are two people in a podcast, you know, kind of similar to what we're doing right now. So it's, it might be a benign question to ask now with how simple you try to make things, but did you have any doubts with starting your own podcast? Yeah, doubts or fears or whatever you want to call right. them. <laughs> I'd say for sure, you know, the first episode that I I recorded, I had recorded it and then I had it like on my Google Drive and I shared it with, you know, basically my immediate family and a few friends. And everyone's like, wow, this is really cool. I really like it. Like, it's you know, you're doing great, that kind of thing. And, you know, I was trying to get some feedback, you know, and, and you know, what I should change or what I should do or whatever. And I honestly sat on that 
episode for a year. I didn't do anything with it. I, it just kept showing it to people. Like I would tell people, oh, I'm, I'm going to release a podcast. And they'd be like, oh, that's awesome. And I would, I would send them like the URL to like listen to it on the Google Drive. And they're like, oh, I really like it. What's the next episode? And I'm like, I don't have it. Like, and so for a while it was, I, I just pictured myself releasing this podcast after I had, you know, let's say six episodes pre-recorded. Then I would release the first one and I'd have these beautiful videos and a website and all this stuff. And I eventually realized how ridiculous it was. And there were a lot of different people I was following, following whether they, you know, be influencers or mentors or whatever. And they're all just saying, just start right now. Just do it now. It doesn't have to be perfect. That's unrealistic. Like do it right now. And so one day I finally like, you know what, I need to figure out exactly how to upload this into all these platforms and just do it right away. Because I know myself well enough. I procrastinate until people are relying on me. So once I released it, I'm like, okay, now I have to do this. And it forced me to start recording other episodes. And, you know, the first three it probably took like a month, month and a half to get them out there. But then after that, I did the rest of the 20 every week up until I got to episode 20. And now I'm focused on some other things. So it was, yeah, there was plenty of doubts and fears. I wanted it to be perfect. And I was always, you know, focused on that. But that's, that's a ridiculous way of looking at things like you can't start at perfection like you actually need to just start and then the cool part about it is you can look back at episode one or, or your first whatever or wherever you started and be like that's where I started but now this is where I am today so I think it's more important to have that to be able to look back and look at how many ums and uhs or likes and you knows I say in the first episode compared to today it's kind of like being able to look at your path and how far you've come so instead of it's just burgers and French fries, now it's just an audio file. Yeah, it's just an audio file. <laughs> just, just people, just audio. Exactly. No, it's perfect. <laughs> so I love it. What's your goal or next steps for your podcast? So I'm slowly but surely learning how to do all this. I didn't, I didn't know how to do a podcast or upload it onto a server or these platforms. And after I did 20 episodes, what I realized is I wasn't promoting it much at all. Like other than like an Instagram story, that was pretty much it or just word of mouth. And so I've, I've had a bunch of people listen to it, but my main focus now is kind of work on learning how to video edit and make some videos where I can actually, you know, be able to learn all that as well. So I've learned the audio part, but now I'm trying to learn the video part. And so I'm making like little snippet like videos of for each individual episode just to say like hey if you haven't listened to this podcast this is what to expect because I realize not everyone has time to listen to 20 episodes of content like that's a lot I have some of my favorite podcasts out there I haven't even listened to a small percentage of the, the amount of episodes they have so I'm trying to take a realistic standpoint and just focus on video editing and everything because next year once I have the platform to have you know multiple microphones and cameras and stuff like that I'd really like to get into interviewing other people because it comes back to kind of like the coffee shop thing. You know, I, I love talking to people and learning from them. And, you know, that's essentially what that would be being able to record that on video and audio, whether it's on a podcast or on YouTube or whatever, they can see what I'm learning from other people. Cause that's essentially what a podcast is. I mean, everything I talk about, I learn from somebody. It's not necessarily my content. Like I talk about a lot of my life experiences that that would be my content, but a lot of it throughout the podcast, if you listen, you'll realize it's me quoting other people and saying what I've learned and that just that I'm passionate about it. And because I learned it, I want you to learn it too, because it's helped me in my life. So it'll be cool to finally do that exactly, learn from other people, but record it and just share it with the world. Like I, I would love to do that. That's my end goal, but I kind of wanted to start just by learning how to do all this. So that's where I'm headed. 
Well, while we're on the subject, why don't you give your podcast a little plug? Tell us how to find it and all that. Yeah, sure. So <laughs> that was another thing. I was like stuck, stuck on a name. I'm like, well, I can't release it if I don't have a name. I don't know what I can possibly call it. So I called it the Dominic LaFraso show. <laughs> Something pretty <laughs> simple. But yeah, it's the Dominic LaFraso show. And it's pretty much on any platform. So if you have an, an iPhone, you can listen on Apple. If you have, you know, an Android, you can listen on Stitcher, or Google Podcast. Um, another one is like Spotify. You can, there's some stuff on YouTube. Um, there's a lot of different podcast platforms out there, even like breaker. That's one I didn't know about, but now my podcast is on there too. So pretty much anywhere, or you can simply just go to my website. So it's just dominiclafraso.com forward slash podcast. Well, thank you for sharing a little bit about your goals. Uh, for people that don't know exactly what you may talk about, what some of those three hour coffee shop ending conversations are, could you share a little bit about some of the topics you touch on? Yeah, sure. So it's, kind of quite a variety, but I try to keep it on track of pretty much anything I talk about is either just simple ways you can implement things in your life today to, to, so that you can live a much fuller life than you did before. Or there's some topics that you might not know about and they might seem complicated at first, but then I try to simplify them over time. So, you know, if you talk about something like the law of attraction, or if you're talking about, you know, stress and stress and anxiety and where it comes from and, you know, the science behind it, you know, like the stress hormone is called cortisol and what it does to you and all those sorts of things. Like I talk a lot about things like that. And then I try to relate it to different stories in my life. So I've realized that all the speakers I enjoy and the ones that really keep my attention, they're the ones that typically tell life stories because I mean, humans are, we're just curious creatures by default. You know, we're always looking for answers or we always have questions or we're always curious what other people are doing. And so if I can tell an embarrassing story about something in my life so that you can laugh or relate to it or something like that, that's, that's huge because it's an easy way for you and I to connect and you to be able to relate to me and be like, look, this is just a normal person. Like I don't want anybody to think I'm, you know, Oh, so high or this person or that person. It's not, it's not like that. It's more or less like, I want people to realize I'm just a normal human being and I've been through things too. And this is kind of how I've gotten through it. And because I got through it and I learned something, I want you to learn it too. So, I mean, just in the first few episodes, I talk about something I came up with called the three mental adjustments is the first one's having a simple mind. The second one's have an open mind. And the third one is have an educated mind. So simple mind, we already talked about that, you know, and I give the example of my friend in college, the, an open mind is, I think it's so important to be open to other people's opinions today you know, it might seem easy to do that. But then when you talk about something like politics or religion, then all of a sudden everyone like cringes and they're like, oh, we don't talk about that, even if you're my best friend, you know, but I think that's ridiculous. Like just because somebody has a different opinion doesn't mean you have to go with that opinion. You can still have your own opinion, but I love talking to people with differing opinions because I'm fascinated and interested why, why they think that and what their reasonings are. And is that how they were raised and why is it important to them? And you can learn from people like that. And then it helps you relate to others. And then having an educated mind, it's a lot more, it's not about school. I always talk about Mark Twain's quote when he said, I never let schooling get in the way of my education. So education to me is really just human interaction, your experiences in life, you know, the things like the burgers and French fries, like that's education to me. I learned so much from that, not necessarily from a textbook in class, you know, so whether that be podcasts, audiobooks, or listening to Les Brown or whoever, you know, that was kind of the education outside. So I kind of start with that, but then talk a lot about just, I don't know, just different life situations and how the mind works and the importance of, 
you know, complimenting others and positive to positivity and all that kind of stuff. And then try to be pretty specific with it for each episode. Yeah. And you mentioned Les Brown. Is there any other recommended podcasts or maybe even books that you think um, someone should listen to or read if they're interested in kind of starting down this mindset path? Yeah, sure. There's, there's so many and I'll, I mean, I can definitely confess here. I rarely read books. I rarely read that. I don't know what it is. Like I, I fall asleep within like four or five pages. It's just if I'm not moving, I'll, I'll fall asleep. But I, there is one book that I've read. It's probably the only book I've read twice all the way through. And it's called the compound effect by Darren Hardy. And it's a phenomenal book. I mean, I absolutely love that book. It's so simple. The way he looks at life, he pretty much talks about, look, if you use the compound effect the right way, like you don't have to be the smartest, the brightest, you know, the strongest or anything, you can win it just about anything in life. And it's not necessarily about winning, but you, you can become successful in any area. And he just talks about, you know, looking at your end goal and then doing one little thing towards that end goal every single day and then just don't quit and eventually you're going to get there. And he gives incredible examples throughout the book. So I love the simplicity of it and how he does it. And he's actually the founder of Success Magazine, if you don't know, but he, um, he's just a phenomenal person and, and put it so simply but as far as podcasts, there's the Model Health Show. That's a really good one if you're into if you're into fitness or health, or even if you're not. He talks a lot about mindset stuff. Um, his name's Sean, and he's he's an awesome person, very educated. Another one would be Ed Milet is good. He interviews a lot of different wonderful people, a lot of different celebrities, and and different you know gurus in the business field and those sorts of things. There's also gosh. The Brad Lee, he has one, it's called Dropping Bombs, and every single time somebody says something great, he actually has this like bomb sound effect. I mean, there's a <laughs> bunch of podcasts out there. Uh, Andy Priscilla is a great one. He does not have a filter as far as <laughs> the way he speaks and everything. He keeps it very raw, but that's a good one as well as far as business and life. So there's a lot out there. I, those are probably my top ones. That And then, you know, the compound effect. And there, I don't know, there's so many. I can go on and on. Uh, I've heard about the compound effect. I really have to check that book out then. Um, but as we wrap up here, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day uh, to be on our podcast uh, and to share a little bit about Oh, yeah, the PSC podcast. Story. Listen to that one. <laughs> right. Thank you. Yeah. Um, First. <laughs> but, but we like to close out our podcast episodes uh, with asking people a question related to one of PSC's models the uh, Your Business Advantage for Life motto. Obviously, you're familiar with that having been a president, I'm sure, but we'd like to ask you what has been your business life? Yeah, sure. So business advantage for life. I think it would come down to the ability to communicate. So basically human interaction. There was somebody who I still consider a mentor in my life. He was actually my boss at an internship. And when I was applied for this internship and interviewed, you know, we just kind of hit it off right away. It was an awesome interview. I ended up getting the internship. It was with Bridgestone and I absolutely loved the internship, had a great time. And at the end of the internship, he had talked to me and he said, Dominic, do you know why we hired you? And, you know, we had joked about a few different things because we were always joking. And he's like, no, but for real, he's like, the reason why we hired you is because when you interview, when we were interviewing you, it wasn't an interview. It was just a conversation. And he said, I can teach you anything you want to know about tires, oil changes, Firestone or Bridgestone or the history of all of it. He said, I can teach anybody that he said, but I can't teach somebody to communicate like that. And so I think that my business advantage for life is just my passion for people. And I, 
I guess you could say being able to communicate with them, but more importantly, like enjoying communicating with people. That's helped me throughout, you know, my entire life, whether it was at PSC, especially, or, you know, my first job out of college or the one I'm in now. It's just, I love communicating with people and just being with people. And that's definitely been my business advantage for life. So if I have any advice for anybody out there, just, just say hi to as many people as you can, shake hands, compliment somebody, compliment as many people as you can, put smiles on people's faces. And I think that's one of the best advantages you can have for life. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.